Pastor John Cannon and the Congregation of Victory Church welcome you to this message from the Word of God. It is our heartfelt desire to see you grow closer to the Lord and to help you become all that He has created you to be. Our prayer is that through this ministry you would come to know Him in a greater way and that these teachings from Scripture would better equip you to fulfill His plan in your life. Now, let's join Pastor John as we study the Word together. I want you to turn your Bibles to the book of Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 5. We're, we're coming to the end of our grace study in all of our life groups, our small groups, and I hope you've enjoyed this study. We're winding down. We're coming towards the end of it. I think we have another week or two left and, and we'll be done. But today we're talking about grace and guaranteeing our spot in God's family and I think it's pretty ironic that today being Mother's Day and we're talking about God's family, it all kind of is just tying together. But in Ephesians chapter 1, in verse number 5, I want you to look at this verse. And I'm just going to kind of pick and glean a little bit here and, and try to bring across the main thrust of the, of the lesson today. The Bible says God... Des- I'm going to reread now the New Living Translation. The Bible says that God decided in advance to adopt us into His own family... By bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. Let me read again the first part of that verse. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through the Lord Jesus Christ. We're talking about this whole doctrine of adoption being adopted into the family of God. So let me pray and then we'll continue with this message. Father, we thank you for this day so far. We thank you how wonderful it's been, the wonderful worship that we had, the the time we set aside to honor our mothers, the opportunity we've had to be able to share with with Jake and Kristen and their missions endeavor. and, And God, you're doing so many wonderful things here at Victory and we just thank you for it. And Pray you continue to work in the hearts of all of our people. And God, I pray now for the message. I pray, God, for the study of your word. I pray now for this short time we're going to have together that you would speak to our hearts. Help us to think about this idea of being adopted into the family of God. And Lord, I just pray that that you would speak to our hearts and God, that you would encourage us and Lord, that you would help us to realize that you want us to be part of of your family. We ask your blessings on our time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love that verse. Have you ever gone through life sometimes and wonder if anybody really knows who you are? Have you ever thought, does anybody really care? Have you ever struggled and thought maybe, does it even matter that I'm existing? Or have you ever had this idea? I wonder if I die, if anybody will ever miss me? I mean, do you sometimes, do you feel alone out there sometimes? Do we? I guess we all do from time to time. We feel like maybe, does it even matter? Well, the answer to that, real quickly, is yes, you do matter. Every single one of us matters to God. And by the way, let me share this also. I don't care how you were conceived. There are no accidents with God. Every single one of us are part of His divine plan. 
right? I mean, that's why we're pro-life. That's why we're against abortion. Because, you know, I don't care. We believe, I believe as a church, we believe that life begins at conception. And God has a plan for every boy and girl that has ever been born. And I think we've got to fight for that even in this age of political correctness and and getting away from the, the convictions of God. I believe we've got to stand for that. Why? Because we all matter. Every single one of us matter. I know a lot of young people and even just a lot of people in general today are struggling with low self-esteem. And I think the reason people struggle with low self-esteem is because they really do not know how much God values them and how much we all really matter to God. Ephesians 1 and 5, look what this verse says. God decided in advance before the foundations of the world were ever laid, before day one of creation... God was in existence. And he already decided, according to Ephesians 1 and 5, he decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through who? How do we get to God? How do we get into God's family? By bringing us to himself through who? Through the Lord Jesus Christ. Through Christ Jesus. It's like the cross is the bridge. And whenever we walk across the cross, the bridge of Jesus Christ, that's how we get adopted into the family of God. So how do we get adopted? It's simply through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And we're talking about grace. And this part of the study, we're talking about receiving God's grace. I love the quote by Max Licato. He says this, To accept God's grace is to accept God's offer to be adopted into His family. And I love what the scripture also teaches in Romans 8 and 15 about how when the spirit, of, the spirit of God comes in us, that then we call God our Father, Abba, Father. We, we cry out to God. That's the proof that we are a born-again believer. When we accept Christ as our personal Savior, we admit our sins, our faults, our failures to God. We believe in what Jesus did on the cross. God extends grace to us, and He gives forgiveness to us, and the Spirit of God takes up residence in our heart, and then we can call God, the creator of the entire universe, our own heavenly father. And we're adopted into the family through the person of Jesus Christ. And guys, that's really the, the point of the whole message today. How do we get to be a part of the family of God? How are we adopted into the family of God? And it's simply by receiving his grace, the, the free gift that he gives us through the person of Jesus Christ. And I believe every single one of us know that here today. But we must stand on that truth. And sometimes, sometimes in our culture today, in our society today, in our world today, people are always trying to turn over a new leaf. They're joining this club and this church and they're being baptized and they're, they're doing all of these wonderful good works and things trying to merit enough favor with God that they could get heaven one day. Or, or to be a part of God's family. You realize, guys, you can't ever work enough to be part of God's family. You can't work your way into His family. You can't join enough churches to be part of His family. You can't be baptized enough to be part of His family. You can't take communion enough to be part of His family. Now, all those things are good. But to be adopted into the family of God, you must receive His grace, which is the gift that He is giving of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, plus and minus nothing. It's having a personal relationship with Christ. 
That's where it begins. That's the adoption process that takes place. Well, what are some of the results of being adopted into his family? Whenever you think about what are some of the, some of the results, do you realize in Ephesians 3 and 12, some of the results of being adopted into his family is that I now have freedom and I now have confidence? Okay? Look what Ephesians 3 and 12 says. It says, in him... Who is him? That's in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus and through faith in him. Who is him again? That's the Lord Jesus Christ. So in him and through faith in him, we now approach God with freedom and confidence. One of the benefits of being adopted into the family of God is that we, know, we don't have to fear God as our judge. Now, we should have this reverential fear of God. Right? We should have this deep-seated respect for who God is. But this fear of Him, of simply being afraid of Him, we don't have to be that way. The Bible says in Ephesians 3 and 12 that because of Jesus Christ, because we are in Him, we place our faith in Him, now we have this freedom and this confidence to approach God. You see, I don't go to bed biting my fingernails afraid that I may die and face God the next morning. I just don't do that. I'm at perfect peace in my faith. I'm at perfect peace because I've got this confidence and I've got this freedom that God allows me to have because I have a personal relationship with His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. What's that called? That's called grace. I mean, think about it. The God of the universe, the God of the heavens, created a way that me, John Cannon, a sinful, wretched individual can now be part of the family of God. I don't struggle with low self-esteem. You me tell you why I don't struggle with that? It's not because of my financial status. It's not because of my canon family name. It's not because of what my dad did in life. It's not because of what I have or don't have. I don't struggle with low self-esteem because I know who I am in Christ Jesus. Listen, I am the son of the king. And if you have trusted Jesus as your personal savior, then you are sons and daughters of the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And that should bring confidence into your life. That should bring you extreme freedom into your life because we've been adopted into the family of God. That's two of the benefits. Freedom and confidence. But there's another benefit. What's another benefit of being adopted into the family of God? It's provision. Guys, you know who I look to for? For my provision, I look to God. He's my Father through Jesus Christ because I am in Him and I come to God through Him being Jesus. I now trust Him for everything in life. I tell folks a lot of times, and by the way, let me read the verse to you in, in Luke 11, 11 through 13. Luke 11, 11 through 13. The Bible says, Which of you fathers, if your sons ask for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg... We'll give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Everybody say, how much more? How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Guys, you know what, you know what this verse is simply saying? Our God knows how to provide for us. He knows how to give good gifts to us. And I'm talking about the results and the benefits of being adopted into the family of God. And he gives the illustration, if you being a carnal, sinful man, 
dad, father, know how to provide and give good gifts to your children. How much more? Everybody say that again. How much more? How much more will your heavenly father know how to provide for you and give you good gifts through the person of Jesus Christ and through the Holy Spirit that is our paraclete that comes along beside of us, that lives within us, that that provides for us. That's some of the benefits of being adopted into the family of God. But there's more. Matter of fact, there's many more, but I'm going to hit one more. There's an inheritance. Guys, you realize that when you are adopted into the family of God, that you now have an inheritance that is yours? The Bible in Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 7 says, So you are no longer a slave, but you're God's child. And since you are His child, God has made you also an heir. Listen, there's a great inheritance laid up for us. And every single one of us that are in Christ Jesus one day will receive that inheritance when we go to heaven to be with our Lord forever and ever. In Romans 8 and 17, the Bible says, Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ Jesus. Man, there's some wonderful benefits for being a part of the family of God. And the last benefit, let me hit this one real quickly, is eternity. Hello? Guys, you realize... One of the benefits that we get for being adopted into the family of God is that we get to live eternally with our God in heaven forever and ever and ever. I don't know about you, and I said it earlier in our opening during our worship set. Sometimes when I watch and see what's going on in this world today, I'm whispering this prayer, even come quickly, Lord Jesus. Take us away from here. I tell you, and sometimes people, I don't really, I'm not really sure about all of that. I promise you, heaven's a far better place than what this world has to offer. You'll, you'll be a lot happier than heaven when we're there with, with all the saints of God and all of our family that's trusted Jesus Christ as their Savior. And we're all gathered around the throne. And, and by the way, and I preached a whole series of messages on heaven a while back. Listen, some people have the idea that when I get to heaven, I'm going to be like Casper, the friendly ghost, just floating around on a cloud and playing a harp. Listen, that's not God's idea of what's going to be taking place when you get to heaven. You realize every single one of us will be working. We will have jobs. We will have gifts. We'll, have, we'll, be, we'll be using those gifts. The, the good thing is we'll work and we'll not get tired. We'll not, we'll not sweat and toil and labor over our work. We'll enjoy working in His kingdom. I mean, it's going to be a wonderful place. Do you, do you think you'll be eating? How many love to eat? You think you'll be eating in heaven? Yeah. You'll be eating in heaven. Listen, the Bible teaches us that when we get to be, in, to, to be in heaven with our Lord, that we will have a glorified body likened unto the body of the Lord Jesus Christ whenever He resurrected. Now think about what He did in those 40 days after the resurrection. You know what He did? He was on the seashore and He was there preparing breakfast and stuff and He ate fish and He, and he had a good time with His... I mean, He was there, Right? And we will be there with Him in heaven. We'll have a, a body likened unto our Lord, a glorified body. Some folks have asked, will we recognize each other? Sure, I believe we'll recognize each other. The Scripture says we will be known as we are known. What's that mean? No, I'll know Jake when I see him. I'll know Tyler when I see him. I'll know my family. You'll know your family. We'll know each other when we get to heaven. You say, you sure about that, preacher? Well, I want to take you to Matthew chapter 17. Now, you don't have to turn there, but just make that, jot that reference down the margin of your mind. In Matthew chapter 17, that's the Mount of Transfiguration. There were two individuals that had gone on to be with the Lord. They were dead. They came back on the mountain that day with the Lord Jesus Christ. You remember who they were on the Mount of Transfiguration? It was Moses and Elijah. 
Now, immediately the disciples recognize them. Hey, that's Moses. Hey, that's Elijah. Listen, guys, whenever we get there, whenever we get to heaven, we will be known as we are known, and people will recognize and know who we are. You will know your loved ones. Now, the relationship will be a little bit different. You know, you won't have to guard, men, you won't have to guard your wife. I mean, she's a child of the king. Okay, so that will be a little bit different there. We're going to be brothers and sisters in Christ, but what a wonderful place. All that is part of the results of being adopted into the family of God. Let me ask you the question. Let me ask you this question try to wrap this thing up. What defines you? Think about that. What defines who you are? I love Max Lucado's quote. He says this. He said, the world says... That your identity is in your possessions, your talents, your tattoos, your kudos, or your accomplishments. And that you are defined by your divorce, your deformity, your debt, and your dumb choices. That's what the world, that's how the world labels us. That's how the world defines us. But God says in Romans chapter 5 and verse number 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. And then Max gives us this quote, and you'll study this this week in your life group. He says, and I quote, If God loves you, you must be worth loving. If he wants you in his kingdom, you must be worth having. God's grace requires you to change your attitude about yourself and take sides with God against your feelings of rejection. And then in Psalm 139, verse 13 and 14, it talks about how you were created by your inmost beings and you were knit together in your mother's womb and the psalmist was praising the Lord because he was fearfully and wonderfully made. The point is, guys, the point is, guys, listen, there are no accidents with God. He knows exactly who you are. He wants you to be part of his family. And whenever you trust Christ as your Savior... God extends His grace, His gift to you. He forgives you and He adopts you and brings you into His family. So the question is, have you received His grace? Are you living in His grace? Are you thinking about the idea of being adopted into the family of God? You see, my dad on this earth is named Jim. And we carry the last name Cannon. And one of the things my dad always taught me, boy, you're a Cannon. You walk with respect. You carry that name proudly. Right? We're all, we're all kind of conscious of that. We want to we pass along a good heritage. Right? But a greater heritage than that, than just being a canon, is being a child of the king. We are adopted into his family. And the creator of this universe is my father. He's my God. He's my father. Because I'm in Christ Jesus, I'm now adopted into the family. Now, you're going to take some of what I just said, and you're going to unpack that a lot more in your life groups. And you're going to have... Well, thank you for joining us for this message from the Word of God. We know that the truth you have just heard will change your life if you believe it and intentionally apply it. If you need someone to pray with or maybe you just want someone to talk to, please call us at 618-622-9360. That's 618-622-9360.
622-9360, or you can email us at victory at victorychurchonline.net. If you're interested in obtaining more teaching materials, or if you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, please contact us. You can email or call, or send a request to 715 Lake Point Center, Suite 109, O'Fallon, Illinois, 62269. Come and check us out on the web at www.victorychurchonline.net. And again, we thank you and are glad you could join us.